ओम साहिराम चैप्टर थर्टी फाइव टेस्टेड एंड नेवर फाउंड वॉन्टिंग द स्टोरीज ऑफ काका महाजनीज फ्रेंड एंड बॉस द इंसोमिनिया केस एंड बाला पाटिल नेवस्कर दिस चैप्टर ऑल्सो कंटिन्यूज द सब्जेक्ट ऑफ द इम्पॉर्टेंस ऑफ द ओदी एंड इट ऑल्सो गिव्स टू केसेज इन विच बाबा वॉज टेस्टेड एंड नॉट फाउंड वॉन्टिंग प्रिलिमिनरी इन स्पिरिचुअल मैटर्स और एंडवर्स सीक्रेटेनिज्म इज द ग्रेटेस्ट बार टू आर प्रोग्रेस दोज हु बिलीव दैट गॉड इज फॉर्मलेस आर हर्ड सेंग दैट टू बिलीव दैट गॉड हैज अ फॉर्म इज एन एल्यूजन एंड दैट सेंस आर मियरली ह्यूमन देन वाई शुड दे बोव बिफोर these saints and offer dakshina persons belonging to other sects will also raise objections and say why should we bow and offer our allegiance to other saints since we have our own satgurus similar objections regarding sai baba have been raised before and are heard even now some said that when they went to shirdi baba asked for dakshina from them it is it good that saints should collect money in this fashion if they do so where is this where is their sainthood they asked but there are many instances where men went to shirdi to scoff but remained there to pray two such instances are given below kaka mahajani's friend a friend of kaka mahajani was a devotee of god without form and was averse to idolatry he, uh, out of curiosity he agreed to go to shirdi with kaka mahajani on two conditions that he would neither bow to baba nor pay him any dakshina kaka agreed to these conditions and they both left bombay on saturday night and reached shirdi the next morning as soon as their feet touched the steps of the masjid baba looking at the friend from a distance addressed him with sweet words oh welcome sir the voice in which he said these words was a very peculiar one it resembled the voice of the friend's father it reminded him of his departed father and sent a joyous thrill through his body what an, an enchanting power the voice had rather surprised the friend said that this is no doubt the voice of my father then he went up and forgetting the resolution placed his head upon baba's feet then baba asked for dakshina from kaka twice once in the morning and again at noon the friend whispered to kaka baba asked for dakshina from you twice i am with you yet why does he omit me why don't you ask baba himself was kaka's reply baba asked kaka what his friend was whispering and then the friend asked baba himself whether he should pay any dakshina baba replied you had no mind to pay so you were not asked but if you want to pay now you may then the friend paid 17 rupees as dakshina the same amount kaka paid baba then addressed him with a few words of advice you do away with and destroy the wall the sense of difference between us so that we can see and meet each other face to face then baba allowed them to depart though the weather was cloudy and threatening baba assured them of their safe journey and both of them reached bombay safely when he reached home and opened the doors and windows of his house he found two sparrows had fallen dead on the floor one flew through a window he thought that if he 
had left the window open two sparrows would have been saved but thought about it again and realized that they had met their fate and that baba had sent him back soon enough to save the third sparrow kaka mahajani's boss kaka was a manager in the firm thakkar dharmse jetabhai a solicitor in bombay the boss and the manager were close mr thakkar knew that kaka often went to shirdi stayed there for a few days and returned when baba permitted him to out of curiosity and in order to test baba mr thakkar decided to go to shirdi with kaka during the shingam uh, holidays um as kaka's return was uncertain tucker took another man with him as an associate the three started together and kaka bought two shares of raisins or dried grapes with seeds on the way for baba they reached shirdi in due course and went to the masjid to receive baba's darshan baba sahib tarkad was there and mr tucker asked him why he had come there to receive darshan tarkad replied mr tucker asked if miracles took place here and tarkad replied that it to see miracles uh, was not his intention he said that the earnest intention of the bhakts were satisfied here then kaka prostrated himself before baba and offered the raisins to him baba ordered them to be distributed mr thakkar got a few of them he did not like raisins and he was advised by his doctor not to eat them without washing and cleaning them so he was in a fix he did not want to eat them nor could he reject them to keep up formalities he put them in his mouth but did not know what to do with the seeds he could not spit them out onto the floor of the masjid so he pocketed them against his wish he then thought that if baba was a saint how could he be so ignorant of his dislike of for the raisins and why would he force them on him when this thought arose in his mind baba again gave him some more reasons he did not want to eat them but held on to them then baba asked him to eat them he obeyed and found to his surprise that they were all seedless he wanted to see miracles and here was one he knew that baba had read his thoughts as per his wishes converted raisins uh, with seeds into seedless ones what wonderful power he um, to test baba further he asked tarkar who was sitting nearby also and also had raisins what kind of grapes have you got tarkar replied the variety with seeds mr tarkar was again surprised to hear this then to confirm his growing faith tucker thought that if baba was a real saint the reasons should now be given to kaka first reading the thoughts again baba ordered the distribution of reasons through the uh, should be commenced from kaka the proof was sufficient for tucker then shama introduced mr tucker as kaka's boss and upon which baba said how could he be kaka's boss kaka has got a difference boss already kaka appreciated the reply forgetting his resolve 
Tucker bowed before Baba and returned to the vada. After the noon aarti was over, they all went to the masjid to take Baba's leave for their departure. Shama spoke to them and Baba then spoke as follows. There is a fickle-minded gentleman. He had health and wealth and was free from both physical and mental afflictions. But he took needless anxieties and burdens and wandered here and there, thus losing his peace of mind. Sometimes he dropped these burdens and at other times carried them again. His mind knew no steadiness. Seeing his state, I took pity on him and said, Please keep your faith in any one place or point you like. Why roam like this? Stick quietly to one place. Tucker at once recognized that this was an exact description of him. He wished that Kaka would also return with him. But no one expected that Kaka would be allowed to leave Shirdi so soon. Baba read the thought too and permitted Kaka to return with his boss. Tucker got more proof of Baba's omniscience. Then Baba asked Kaka for 15 rupees of Takshina and received it. Baba then said to Kaka, If I take 1 rupee as Takshina from anybody, I have to return a tenfold to him. I never take anything gratis. I never ask anyone indiscriminately. I only ask and take from him whom the fakir or the God points out. If anyone is indebted formally, to the fakir, money is received from him. The donor gives and sows his seed only to reap a rich harvest in the future. Wealth should be the means to work out the dharma. It is used for personal enjoyment. It is wasted. Unless you have given it before, you do not get it now. So, the best way to receive is to give. The giving of Dakshina advances Vairagya, that is non-attachment, and thereby Bhakti and Jnana give one and receive tenfolds. On hearing these words, Mr. Thakkar gave Baba 15 rupees as Dakshina, forgetting his resolve not to do so. He felt he had done well in coming to Shirdi, as all his doubts were solved and had learned so much. Baba's Skill in handling such cases was unique. Though he did not did all these things, he was totally detached from them. Whether anybody if anybody bowed to him or not, whether anybody gave him dakshina or not, it was the same for him. He never disrespected anyone. He felt no pleasure because he was worshipped and no pain because he uh, he was disregarded. He transcended the pairs of opposites, pleasure and pain. The insomnia case. A gentleman from Bandra had been suffering from insomnia for a long time. As soon as he fell asleep, his de- departed father appeared to him in his dream and abused him and scolded him severely. This broke his sleep and made him restless the whole night. This happened every night and the man did not know what to do. One day, he consulted a devotee of Baba about this. The devotee recommended Udi as one only infallible remedy he knew. He gave him some Udi and asked him to apply a little of it on his forehead before going to bed and to keep a packet of Udi under his pillow. He tried this remedy and found to his great surprise and joy that he got sound sleep and that there was no disturbance of any kind. He continued 
the remedy and always remembered sai baba then he brought a picture of sai baba which he hung on the wall near his pillow and worshiped it daily on thursdays he offered garland and naivedya then he got on well and forgot about all his troubles in the past balaji patil nivaskar this man was a great devotee of baba he rendered excellent and selfless service to baba every day he swept and cleaned all the passages of the streets of shirdi uh, through which baba passed on his daily routine after nivaskar passed away the work was done equally well by a female devotee named radha krishna mai and after her by a devotee named abdullah Uh, when baba balaji harvested his corn every year he brought the entire harvest and placed it before baba he then returned with what baba gave him and his family survived on the amount of corn this course was followed by him for many years and after him by his son the power and efficacy of the udi once Uh, on uh, the day of balaji's death anniversary a certain number of guests uh, were invited uh, and dinner was prepared for them but at dinner time it was found that thrice the number of people invited had turned up mrs nevaskar was in a fix she thought that the food would not suffice for the people assembled and that it if it fell short the honor of the family would be at stake her mother in law comforted her by saying don't be afraid if it is not ours it is not ours but sai's food cover every vessel with a cloth and put some udi in each and serve from them without removing the cover sai will save us from ignominy she did as she was advised and it was found to their surprise and joy that not only did the food suffice but plenty of it remained after serving if one feels intently one realizes accordingly was proved in this case sai appearing as a serpent one day raghu patel of shirdi went to visit balaji patel of nevaskar that evening a serpent had entered the cowshed hissing all the cattle were afraid and began to move around restlessly the residents of the house were frightened too but balaji thought that it was sai who had appeared in the house as a serpent not the least bit afraid he brought a cup of milk placed it before the serpent and said baba why do you hiss and make noise do you want to frighten us take the cup of milk and drink it with a calm mind saying this he fearlessly sat next to the serpent the other members of the household were frightened and did not know what to do a while later the serpent disappeared and nobody knew where it went it was not found though they all searched the cowshed for it balaji had two wives and children they sometimes went to shirdi from neves to see uh, to receive baba's darshan then baba brought sarees and other clothes which were given to them with his blessings bow to shri sai peace be to all